Welcome. Joining us tonight is Pastor Art Pawalski from Canada as we look at tyranny up north. You won't be able to believe how fast a free people can be enslaved. Stick around. shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. We are going to have a very informative time with our friend, Pastor Art Pawalski from Canada. And uh, Art, you, you didn't intend to go viral and bring all of this attention all at once from this short clip. I do want to talk to you. Not a word. Out of this, pro out of this property, immediately out. I don't care what you have to say. Out! Out! Out of this property, you Nazis! That's not your average interaction between a pastor with some visitors, first-time visitors to church. <laughs> but you, no, I, I just want to say to you, you know, the, the intro that we just saw, the history, it's fascinating because the entire Bible is a historical book. Yes. Why would God put so much history mm -hmm. into his love letter to us? Yeah. He must think what I think and what you think. It's important. Very important. It's important to know what happened yesterday. It's important to know the history because if we do not know the history, we will. It's a guarantee. We will repeat yes. history. So yeah. let's go back a little bit in time. Okay. People watched that video. And I'm telling you, when I saw those Nazis coming to our church, I acted out of my heart. And I said to the evil, because that's a great evil, what you witness, mm -hmm. armed officers with pistols and tasers mm -hmm. and badges and uniforms not coming to worship. If they came to worship, mm -hmm. they would be welcomed mm -hmm. and I would honor them, which mm -hmm. I did before. Mm -hmm. When they did their job, I would ask the congregants to clap for our officers, thank them for protecting our rights, for upholding the rule of law. But when you see those armed officers in uniforms breaking the law, and I'm talking breaking three criminal laws, that in the Criminal Code of Canada, Section 176, it says that what they did is against the law. They're not allowed to interfere with the clergyman while he's, while he's conducting his duty. They're not allowed to enter and infringe on people's worship. That's a fundamentally guaranteed right not just under the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, that starts with the preamble that says that whereas Canada acknowledges the supremacy of God and the rule of law. Not only that, we have a criminal code that says, you boys cannot do this. What people do not know, I acted out of my heart 
knowing the law, knowing the history, and recognizing that what I'm witnessing right now, I have seen it before. I watched this movie before and does not end well. They do not know that for me, that 16 years of an ongoing harassment and intimidation. You see, I grew up behind the Iron Curtain. I grew up in communism under the boots of the Soviets. And people have no idea how horrible a life is under the boots of the Soviets. Communist, socialist, fascism. This is evil. What we are witnessing right now is a hybrid of all of those things combined together. Mm -hmm. They do not understand how horrible it is. It's hell on earth. You have no rights. Mm -hmm. They can come and do whatever they want. There is no rule of or, or justice. Mm -hmm. There's nothing. You can be beaten. They love to arrest people five in the morning when they were naked sleeping. Mm -hmm. If you were caught listening to another source of information, so European radio, not approved by the Communist Party, five years prison, mm -hmm. tortured first, beaten, you stand before the judge and you're pleading your case because Polish people had a constitution. You know that Poland was the second country right after United States of America to implement constitution. We were one of the few countries on earth that were electing kings. We were electing them democratically, mm -hmm. voting for them. That's Poland. For Polish people, it's just like for Americans. We have this in our DNA, mm -hmm. you know, liberty, mm -hmm. freedom, mm -hmm. our rights, human rights, God-given rights. When the communists took over, they did not care about your piece of paper. Americans, I travel around this beautiful country. It's, a, it's an amazing country. I love America. <laughs> and every time they invite me to some special event, there is a national anthem. And, and people stand and they put their hands on the heart. And I said, well, if I was an American, I would do the same thing. But I stand like a politician. <laughs> but then when you sing your song, I am an American. Yeah. I say, forget about it. Forget about, you know, politics and diplomacy. I am American. That's it. I am, an, I am an American. You know, it's a beautiful thing. Because America is an idea. Beautiful it's, idea. It's an idea, uh, the, liber the idea of liberty. And that's why people are attracted to it. And it's... Uh, it's a dream. It's a dream. Worth fighting for. It is. It's a dream worth dying for. Yes. And in, in, in 1776, yeah. some people, your forefathers, yeah. look at the tyranny from the Brits. Yeah. Just like you see the tyranny from the Fauci and Bidens and yeah. Clintons and Obamas, those elites, the globalists. Yeah. They look at the tyranny during their time and they said, we were born to be free. Yeah. This is America, after all. Our forefathers escaped this tyranny. Now the tyranny has found us here. Yeah. What are we going to do mm -hmm. about this? Mm -hmm. And they rose, and they stood, and many died. Yes. Many perished. Mm -hmm. But they perished so you can have your TV program. That's right. So you can be a pastor in a yeah. free and democratic country mm -hmm. to be able to say what's on your heart, mm -hmm. to be able to say, hey, I don't agree with this. But in my country, when I grew up, there was unacceptable. Mm -hmm. If you voice your opinion, you will, you would end up in prison, tortured, punished, sentenced to hard work, prison. Mm -hmm. Your wife would be attacked, your children would be attacked. So for me, it started, you know, we escaped on the boat. The government refused to allow us to escape. We applied three times for visa, three times we received deny, denial. And um, finally, the rich people could travel in Poland because 50,000 communists were ruling over 36 million Poles. So the 50,000 were gods and mm -hmm. the rest were slaves. Mm -hmm. You know, 50,000 pharaohs and the rest of the people slaves. Mm -hmm. But if you had a, 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 a lots of money, you could travel. So we managed to sell everything we had and we put everything into this boat that elite could travel. So we bought the tickets. We are allowed to go because the communists decided if you have that kind of money, you don't need to escape. You're one of us. Mm -hmm. So that's how we escaped Poland through Turkey, believe it or not, Istanbul to Athens and then over the fence. We threw our stuff over the fence. And that's how we end up in Greece. In 1995, Canadian embassy and invited this is, or is it who? Who? The family, father, mother, uh, my brother. siblings, your brother. Yeah. Okay. I got only one brother, the mm -hmm. one that uh, was arrested with me in yeah. the middle of the highway yeah. for inciting people to come to church and officiating a church service. For having a church service outdoors. No, right? it was it was inside. Oh, it was inside. Hey, check out this clip.
After receiving new enforcement powers for public gatherings Thursday, Calgary police have arrested Arter and David Pavlovsky, two church leaders notorious for organizing against public health measures. CPS say they headed to a church before service Saturday morning and warned the organizers ahead of time to follow the rules, which were then still disregarded. The two have been charged with organizing an illegal in-person gathering, including encouraging others to join in. Police ask anyone organizing or participating in any outdoor events to make sure they are familiar with health guidelines. Health guidelines are, you can't, there's... There's a flu out there. If, you, if you're not over 65 and having health, you know, severe health problems, uh, which COVID can be an accelerant and you can get sick and, and die, which is tragic, but 99% of people that get COVID recover from it. So we can't have church. We can't meet because all of a sudden health and safety becomes the dominant uh, rule. But isn't it? I mean, you're seeing it. This is just my question to you. But isn't it just a pretext for even more government overreach to control us? So let's say, let's just say, let's just pretend that okay. all of this is the truth. We're in the middle of the greatest pandemic. <laughs> let's just pretend that people are dying left and right and the yeah. hospitals are, in fact, overwhelmed yeah. because we know they're not. My mm -hmm. mom spent a month in the hospital mm -hmm. and she would send me pictures and videos of empty floors. Em she was the only one on the entire floor. In Canada, in but they're saying they're Canada. full. Oh yeah, they're full, it's overwhelmed, uh, it might be overwhelmed, it could overwhelm the system, right? You gotta yeah. pay attention to the warning. Words. So, but let's just pretend, you know, let's just have fun. Let's okay. pretend we are in Disney World and you know, things that are not there are there. Let's yeah. just pretend that this is real. Um, I would be the first one to say, Let's do something about it. Let's protect the people. Let's protect lives. Let's if the mask or the muzzle, whatever the pampers, if, if it works, if works, wear one. Yeah, to save lives because that's what I do for 22 years. I save lives. I feed mm. thousands of people. I take them off the streets. Mm. I put them in a rehab. I have halfway housing. I save lives for 22 years. And if this was real, I would be the first one advocating for it. However, we know the truth. Mm -hmm. We've met with the doctors. We've met with the biologists, scientists, the real ones. And they're telling us that the same way, the same way a, a pampers cannot protect you from the biological weapon of your child when mm -hmm. the child does the unthinkable, yeah. and then you have to change that pampers, yeah. and you can smell the whole thing. Yeah and it's tormenting the parents, the fathers. That's the same way a virus, which is 1,000 times smaller, goes right through the mask. than a bacteria. Yeah. It will go through. There is nothing you can do about it. This little mm -hmm. thing is not going to stop. Mm -hmm. Why, why then wear one? That's the first question. Second, if we are truly in the middle of this horrible pandemic, why the politicians are acting that there is no pandemic? For example, they shut us down during Christmas and they said, stay home, we'll send the police to make sure that you are not having a coffee with your brother, that you do not uh, have, oh God, you cannot have a dinner with your parents yeah. because all oh, the whole neighborhood is going to die. Yes. We're going to send the police and we'll arrest you if you dare to do it. And then they gave themselves a hefty paycheck mm -hmm. raise and after went to Hawaii and to your beautiful Florida, yeah. and after went to Europe vacationing, mm -hmm. having parties. We have videos, yeah. we have pictures yeah. of those of you know those wonderful politicians uh, that of course they're doing all of this because they love us. They're doing all of this because they want to save our lives, mm -hmm. and they've locked us like prisoners in our yeah. homes. And yet, they, at the same time, they do not care about their own restrictions. And off they go partying and having good time vacationing and telling us that all of this is being done for our own benefit mm -hmm. because they care for us so much. When Walmart can operate, when Ikea, I went to Ikea and I was shocked. I did even a little video because I was so upset. And it says at the door, only 480 people allowed. Only 480 mm -hmm. people allowed. I cannot have one person in my church because we're all going to die. And 480 people can yeah. have a wonderful time in Ikea. Shopping. Where is food? Mm -hmm. I cannot have Lord's Supper because mm -hmm. all my parishioners are going to die. Mm -hmm. uh, but I can have Lord's Supper in Ikea. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. I can have a Lord's Supper in Costco when mm -hmm. you taste food mm -hmm. all over the place. Yes. Um, I can bring my whole church and half of the neighborhood to Ikea and have a wonderful time over there. And that's all perfectly safe Yes. because they say it's safe. Uh -huh. But if I have my brother at home and we dare to have a coffee together, suddenly we have endangered the lives of the multitudes. We're bloody murderers, we were told by the mainstream media. Yeah. We're bloody murderers. Well, I've traveled around your great country. I was hugged probably by 5,000 people, maybe 10,000 people, maybe more. Everywhere I go, people line up and they hug me and, they, and I shake their hands and I should be dead a long time ago. <laughs> That's right. Well, the Delta variant's even more you know, scary. You see, the <laughs> people. <laughs> people, tell them, Mark. I'm going to tell it to you. You see, you know why I am not afraid of the Delta variant? Because I serve Alpha and Omega. I do not care about your Deltas. Or whatever, you know. <laughs> whatever variant yeah, it is. Well, yeah, they, they're probably going to follow the homosexual pattern, which is the alphabet. Right, right? sure. And yeah. then finally, when they will end the alphabet, they will cook something else. They will put plus or minus or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing right now. This will never end. No, it won't. You see, no. communism, socialism, and fascism never ends. Mm -hmm. Bully will keep bullying. He will keep stealing your sandwich until one day you will say, well, I'm hungry. I'm not giving it to you anymore. Right. You have, to, you have to say no, and you have to say, get out. Get out of my church. Get out of my White House. Get out of my educational system. Get yeah. out of my politics. Get out of our churches. Get out of mm. our restaurants. Get out of our lives, you devils. Get out, you Nazis. Mm. Get out, you KGB mm -hmm. communists, mm. because this is my country. I mean, mm. is, that not, is that not your country? This is my country. Is this not your inheritance that God has given this it is to the, you? This is the heritage that not only God has blessed America with, but our forefathers saw to escape tyranny and to fight a war, uh, a brutal war, to win that's right. and, and to have liberty. And that's why a million people are invading. We're, we're having not immigration on our southern invasion. border. We're having an invasion of 1.1 million people in a, ever since Biden invited them all to come from a hundred different countries with every variant in the world, but they're telling us there's going to be a vaccine mandate, but they can come in and they're busing yep. them to all of the communities. They're, they're spreading whatever they want to spread, but there's an agenda. Nothing makes any sense unless you unless. know what the whole thing is all about. Exactly. And that's you know what, what the master been, plan is. Yeah. And that's what I have been doing for the past 16 years. And going back to the history, First, they attacked me in 2005. So I emigrated to Canada because I had a meeting in embassy in Athens. And here is what the gentleman said to us all those years ago. He says, we want you to come to Canada. We're looking for young people, business people. I was very successful. My El Dorado was in Greece. Mm -hmm. I was a very successful businessman. I, I had so much money I could build my house cash just within a few months of my work. Mm -hmm. I was very successful. I didn't need it to come to Canada. However, Canada lured us by freedom. Mm. Greece was very corrupted. I had to bribe the police. I had to bribe the politicians. I was sick of bribing everyone left and right. I had to bribe mafia to hire illegal immigrants because they were controlled by mafia. We were sick of that. We wanted to live in a country that is ruled by law and order. Canadians said, come, come bring your business. This is a country of law and order and you will never be persecuted for your fate. So 2005, they came and they said, giving free goods and services right now in Canada is illegal. So if I give you a sandwich and you're dying man on the street, I just committed a crime. Giving well, why, why, why? why? Because why the government wants to control even that aspect. Wow. You see, communism, socialism, and fascism, yeah. this is what they have uh, in common. Mm -hmm. They want to control every, and I, I said every, every aspect every of, your, of, of your, your life. life. Yeah. I tell you when you can feed the poor. I will decide how, when, and whom mm -hmm. you can do it and with what resources. You see, I am your God. Mm -hmm. I am your prime minister. I am your mayor. I will be the one that says, okay, Art, you can go and you can do it at this corner, but you have to have a special permis permission from me, mm -hmm. your master. And that's exactly Canada. So I started to get tickets, giving free goods and services. If I prayed for you in public, I, has, I have been giving you my services. If I consult you as a pastor, I, I was giving you my services, and that's against the law. Giving printed material is against the law as well. Wow. 
distribution of printed material. That's how they call the Bible. That's how they call the gospel tracts. So I started to give Bibles. Of course, that's what I do. I, I give hundreds of thousands of gospel tracts. And we were caught. Well, we are not hiding, but they caught us. Yeah. And they said, you just committed a crime. You're give, in a park, giving them... Yeah, yeah, public sidewalks, yeah. parks, like where you think you're free. Yeah. But however, that's Canada. 2006, I was the first clergyman to be arrested for publicly reading Bible. And not with use of amplification, not being loud and, you know, disturbing peace. No. Six of our parishioners were in the park. I'm reading the Bible. Not a big deal. Seven police officers came, handcuffed me, arrested me. I faced a year jail time for publicly reading the Bible. Fast forward. I have been warning Canadians for 16 years. I said, listen, people, you may not see what I see, but talk to any immigrant that came to your country. Yeah. We grew up there. Mm -hmm. We can smell the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, again, I've told you, we've watched this movie before. Mm -hmm. And many good guys die during this movie. It doesn't end very well for mm -hmm. most of the people. In this, it's an enslavement strategy. Mm -hmm. Take my words. Google it up. Go to history. See what happened before it's happening in front of our eyes. Known are to us the devices of the enemy. We know what he's cooking. We know his plans. But they were laughing at us. They were laughing at me, Art. We have a constitution, mm -hmm. and this is what I hear over and over in the United States. Oh, this is not going to happen. We have a constitution. And you know what I say to them? No one cares about your constitution, you know that? Mm -hmm. The tyrants do not care about no, your piece of paper. Right. You have to care about your constitution. Yeah. You have to care about this piece of paper because your forefathers did, and they died for it. Mm -hmm. Now you have to care so much that you're willing not just to live, but also to die for that piece of paper. That's right. Because those people do not care. Poland, from 1945 to 1989, when the Berlin Wall collapsed, yeah. had a constitution. And no one cared about yeah. your human rights. Yeah. No one cared about your you know, protections, law and order. So when they started to harass us in 2020, they found a new way. After me fighting them and beating them in court, 12 arrests, over 100 court cases, 300 citations, 2015, I win my last fight in the court. You know, trials as long as three weeks, some of them. Mm -hmm. If you murder someone, most likely you will have a shorter trial than a guy that fed the poor and is defending himself. No, that's, yeah, that's, that's Canada. Yeah. So it's just, it's crazy stuff. I won all of that and they left me be until the COVID hit. 2020, they sent me a document and they said, hey, you have to stop feeding the poor. I said, no, now they... Need it more than ever. Right? right? We need more church than ever. Exactly. We need more prayer than ever. They need ever. ministry. We need more, not less. Yeah. Because you've shut down the shelters. You've shut yeah. down all the That's other right. ways to give them the necessities yeah. of, of mm -hmm. life. If I don't feed them, they will whack your head. They will whack your grandma's head. Mm -hmm. They will break into your car, into your mm -hmm. garage, into your house. But they disagreed. So mm -hmm. I end up, again, being a first clergyman with a COVID ticket. Since then, I got 30 of them worth millions of dollars. And, of course, the arrest after I opened the church and I invited people to come. So mm -hmm. I'm charged with officiating a church service and inciting people to come. Mm -hmm. In December, first in October, late October, uh, the politicians came on television and they said, well, kids... No Christmas. No, but that before, October, oh. they said, have a safe Halloween. Kids, just, just be safe out there. Uh, be careful. Uh, remember, we're in the middle of the pandemic, so be careful. Uh, but go ahead and have fun. After all, your oh. kids. Okay. December comes. Those people took off vacationing in Florida. They locked us in the house and they said, we're canceling Christmas. <laughs> so I went on television and I said, well, you devils, I'm canceling you. Mm -hmm. You're useless. Unessential services. Yeah. I called with, with a uh, news reporter or what? Yeah, yeah you, you, all over. It yeah. went all over. So I invited the people to, <laughs> um, to come to the biggest Christmas celebration in the country. Thousands of people showed up. Mm -hmm. We had um, caterers. We had AAA steaks donated. We had Christmas carolers, uh -huh. musicians, the whole yeah. show at yeah. City Hall. We did it at City Hall. Yeah. And we had hundreds of gifts for the homeless and uh, 100 police officers showed up as mm -hmm. well. 52 police cars. That's my record. Yeah, 52 police cars. Can okay. you imagine you are uh, officiating a church service yeah. and you got 52 police cars, over 100 cops, 
left and right, everywhere, videotaping you, taking pictures, and t 20 cops on bicycles, special unit, anti-terrorists, yep. a, a media <laughs> police. Swatting, yeah. <laughs> and I end up with 1515 more COVID tickets. So that's what they were doing outside for a year. And then they started to come to the building that you saw that video, right. and yeah. they started to harass us. First, they blocked our driveway. Uh, it took me an hour to fend off those hyenas. Then they started to take pictures of our women and children, and that's where really they crossed the line. Mm -hmm. So if you know anything about Soviets or the Germans, the Gestapo, yeah. you know that they always were putting pressure on a man. Through his family. Through his family. Yeah. So this is how it was going on in a country I grew up. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe we won't, we won't kill you. Uh, maybe you're too famous now. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe whatever. Mm -hmm. But you know what we can do to your 12-year-old daughter? Mm -hmm. I have a 12-year-old daughter. You know what we can do to her? You know mm -hmm. how many officers can harm her? Mm -hmm. You know, we know where your wife works. So yeah. Look at the pictures. You got a beautiful family. Yeah. Don't you love them? Mm -hmm. yeah. Come on. Mm -hmm. We don't want to hurt them, but you're forcing us. Yeah. We have no choice now. Yeah. They started to, those devils, and people say, why you're so upset? Because those devils started to put pressure on our men by taking pictures of our women and children. I mean, sick, sick. So I decided to stay open. We had, um, they came with a warrant. Pause. You hear all this? This is what's coming to America unless you get some guts. Push play, keep going. Yeah. And I'm telling you. You know, I'm not, I'm not just here to tell a cool story or funny story. I'm telling you, if you don't wake up, Americans, if you will not start flapping your wings, because you see, when I entered your land, I said, God, what do you want me to tell Americans? I mean, there is a specific message. Amen. Yeah, I can keep telling my story, but that's my story. But what is their story? Mm -hmm. and here is what God said to me for Americans. He said, tell the American, tell the great eagle. That's how he calls you. Tell the great eagle that it's time for him to start flapping its wings. God is telling Americans that you have been anointed for such a time as this. He's telling Americans, you came to the rescue before. We want you again to do what you have done during the First and the Second World War. You came to rescue Poland. You had no idea about yeah. Poland. But you came to rescue a foreigners somewhere there in Europe because you knew that's the right thing to do. Now you have to do what's right again. I ask you why you have not crushed America. Mm -hmm. Because I'm telling you, Americans have done terrible things. Yes. Bloody yes. murders, yeah. 60 million babies, parading sin, nakedness, homosexuality, yeah. transgender, yeah. all over your streets. Why, God, you're not crushing America? This yeah. is what he said to me. Because Americans are a number one force for evangelism on earth. There is no greater nation on earth that has given millions, billions of dollars for evangelism all around the world. Yes. Also, there is no greater nation than America that has given the biggest amount of missionaries around that's, the world. That's true. And God says this, I will extend my mercy on America. Mm -hmm. But if Americans will not rise up and will not do what God wants Americans to do, to come and defend liberty around the world, the eyes of the free world are on American. I'm telling you, the eyes, yeah. people call me and say, what the Americans are saying? Will they rise up for us? Mm. Will they stand up? Mm. You see, this is a big burden for you, Americans. I, I get it. They understand. It's a yeah. big burden. But it's your burden to carry. Is this not the land of the free and the home of the brave yes. after all? Mm -hmm. Well, it's a cool song, right? Yeah. But I do believe it's also an anointing. Mm -hmm. You have liberty in your bloodstream. You have freedom right there in your veins. Yeah. And God says, I want to use that. So, a great eagle has to rise up and start flapping its wings or else. Going back to the story, yes. people say you're too hard with those people. You're just too hard. No, I'm not too hard. I just, when I see evil, I call evil, evil. And when they entered the church, it came out of me. I was, it was a Easter Sunday, mm -hmm. a Saturday mm -hmm. a weekend. It was Passover weekend. And I had been preparing my heart for a sermon, let my people go. And they entered. They broke three criminal laws and they trespassed. I've told them not to come. They're not allowed to come mm -hmm. in that capacity. They're welcome to come to worship, yeah. but yeah. not in that capacity as tyrants. Yeah. They did it anyway. What came out of my heart was, was nothing prepared. You see, I have my cell phone. My <clears throat> cell phone was already at the pulpit. 
And I first, my first reaction was to talk to them. And I said, get out, but they would not move. So I ran to the pulpit to get the telephone because I had been accused before yes. of doing stuff or saying things that I never did. And I started to record. And I said, if you remember, I said, please get out. Yeah. I was not hard. I just was firm. Right. Please get out. But they yeah. would not move. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to have a debate. You see, yeah. I do not want to have a debate with demons mm -hmm. and tyrants. That's not the place. Mm -hmm. You want to talk to me? Make an appointment. Mm -hmm. I'll open the church for you. We'll talk. Mm -hmm. We'll go for a coffee. Mm -hmm. No problem. Get out, you devils. Mm -hmm. It took me 30 times to tell them, get out and come back with the warrant. So they did. Yeah. They came back with the warrant. They got a crook judge. Mm -hmm. You see, that's where you know you're in trouble. When yep. the justice system is right. no longer about rule of law, mm -hmm. is no longer about constitutional charter rights and freedoms mm -hmm. or human rights, is politically motivated. Yep. So they got a, a judge. And you won't believe that. Because it's hard to believe. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is like a movie mm -hmm. script. Mm -hmm. They found a judge. His name is David Gates. I don't know if he's a family member of Bill Gates, but David Gates gives them enormous power. He gives them this power. They can come to the church any time they want, any day of the week, with whomever they want to come. So they brought SWAT team mm -hmm. to a peaceful assembly, to a church, to a guy. I have never been charged with assault. I have never been charged with violence. There's no record of me. If I'm attacked, I'll defend myself. But there's no record of any aggression from us. Mm -hmm. I fight with my wards. Yeah. That's my weapon, weapon of mass destruction, the yeah. double-edged sword. Yeah. I use my wards. Mm -hmm. You can take it. You can leave it. You can like it. You can hate it. I don't care. Yeah. But that's my yeah. preferred weapon. Mm -hmm. So they showed up with the SWAT team demanding to come in. We kicked them out. They came back half hour later. We kicked them out. And then they showed up few weeks later with SWAT team again. And, and the interesting thing in this court document, it says that they can arrest me anywhere they want with whatever force they deem necessary. Can you imagine wow. a carte blanche? Yeah, do to this guy whatever yeah. you want. Uh, whatever he's hiding, whatever he goes with his kid, with his daughter to store, you can tackle him, you can arrest him, you can use any force you want. Wow. You can do anything you want to this guy. So they showed up a few weeks later of course, it was in the news. And they dropped something on the ground. It turned out later, because I didn't know, that that's another crooked judge, rook order, that I am to shut down the church or else. I didn't know. No one presented me with that court order. No one read that court order to me. It was dropped on the ground, and the SWAT team took off, withdrew itself. So now people go home. I thought I would be arrested at the pulpit. They open the door. Someone yells, Gestapo is here. So I said, okay, I guess my time has come. I'm yeah. going to be tackled yeah. from the pulpit ticket. Yeah. They opened the door. The church was packed. And they dropped something on the ground, closed the door, and took off. I said, oh. So they maybe have chosen because so many people not to do anything mm -hmm. to me, not to harm me. Yeah. They dropped something, took off. People went home. I was driving back home. And they stopped me in the middle of the highway, SWAT team, anti-terrorists. Yeah. And they declared that I'm under arrest. And I decided, you little... Demons, if you are to act like Gestapo and KJB and Nazis, fascists, well, then do it properly. Mm -hmm. I will not assist you. I will not help you. And if you want, drag me from the ground. And that's exactly what they did. And for my brother David, he was like a dragged pelican. You know, because they care. It's like, when I watched it, I started to laugh. I said, we never intended this to look like this. or, or No, it's just... It just happened. Yeah. And they threw us for three days, prison, solitary confinement. They threw me on the wall. They stripped naked us. They put chains on our feet. Uh, they threatened us. And, of course, we appeared before the courts. Three days, no sleep, and two nights, no sleep. And they were laughing at our fate. They were mocking our God, mm -hmm. the jailers. Mm -hmm. They took us to the court. The judge ordered them to release us. They said no. They kept us for seven more hours. Even the judge said, release them. Yeah. Right? So finally, we were let go, and helicopter followed us home. Police helicopter followed us home. 
Can you imagine what I'm going to do after three imagine days? Imagine the resources they've spent on a pastor upon millions of that's dollars. just preaching the gospel yeah. and feeding the homeless. So I, I don't know what those people were thinking. After three days of not having sleep and two nights, what I'm going to do? Start a revolution? <laughs> no, I was eager to go home and, and have some and you sleep. Go, you go home and, and Antifa shows up and, and sets your garage on fire. That's Check. right. So what happened there? So a few days later, uh, when we were in prison, and people do not know that, when we were in prison, the premier, premier of Alberta is like your governor. Okay. So your governor, those, mm -hmm. our premier comes in, in front of the media, and he says, I will crush Pavlovskis. That's what he says. I'll crush Pavlovskis. And I'm thinking to myself, what did I do to you, man? I'm feeding you people. I'm not receiving a penny from the government. I remortgage my house seven times to, to save lives. The lives of the people that he is supposed to save. And I'm doing it free, free of charge. I'm not receiving a salary. I'm just doing this because my God said to me, go and save lives. I preach the gospel. I preach the gospel that reconciles people to God and gives people hope. Mm -hmm. I preach... The gospel that sets the captives free, the drugs and alcohol, prostitution and, mm -hmm. and murders, you know, and, and thieves stopping at their tracks. They would hurt others, but because they heard what I have to say and others like me, they didn't. And you go on television and you say, I'll crush them? So after that, whoever was listening decided, okay, I'll help the premier or crush the governor and I will burn them alive. 12 at night, there's a commotion. We had no idea. Kids were already sleeping. My wife looks and there's police. And I said, okay, I guess they're going to arrest me. <laughs> Coming back for right? yeah. you. Know, yeah. Right? That's what I thought. Yeah. So I looked through the window. Okay, I guess my time has come again. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I, ha I have done now because <laughs> I was just released from prison. But those people are liars. They are manipulators. They, they don't have a problem yeah. to lie and cook stuff up. I've heard of others that they end up with, with drugs in their trunks and, you know, they, 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 will, they will cook something. That's how evil they are. Mm -hmm. And then I see firefighters. I said, no, usually when the police shows up, they, it's police, not mm -hmm. firefighters. This is weird. So yeah. we go out and I say, oh, a neighbor's house is on fire. So I'll go around and it turned out it was our house on mm -hmm. fire. The chief firefighter came and he says, you're extremely lucky. Because we had just a week ago a very similar situation. They started the fire at the garage and then burned the whole, the whole house down and people did not escape. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what they, they wanted to murder us. But that's not mm -hmm. the end of the story. Thank God the neighbors saw it fast and mm -hmm. they came quickly and only, I only lost tens of thousands of dollars, not our lives. A mm -hmm. few days later, they unscrewed the, 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 the tires in our car. And they did it in such a way that my wife didn't notice. You know, they just unscrewed oh, the bolts. Almost off. Yeah. Almost, yeah. right? Yeah, almost off, yeah. And thank God that we had an event and we had a bunch of volunteers, mechanics, and one of them went to clean the car, the truck that my wife drives, um, because we needed to load it. And my wife wanted the trucks to, mm -hmm. you know, to be clean. Yeah. And he's driving and it feels, you know, mechanics, they can sense this yeah. stuff. For me, it's like, okay, you know, boo, it's, boo, 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 boo. it's yeah. like whatever. It's as, as long as it goes, I'm happy. And he stopped. And when he stopped, the tire just went flying. If it was my wife on the highway, maybe she would be dead mm -hmm. with my kids. Or maybe the truck would kill other people with a head-on collision. Yeah. That's how evil they are. I go to a store, I come out, and the guy comes to me and punches me in the face in front of my 12-year-old daughter. That's how evil those people are. Because the premier, Jason Kenney, is his name, uh, said, I'll crush Pawlowski's. Someone was listening and says, I'll help you out. But that's not the end of the story. After we were released from prison for inciting people to come to church and for officiating church service, they had a party, the politicians. So, pri uh, Premier of Alberta, Jason Kenney, Chandra, Minister of Health that ordered our arrest, mm -hmm. And another environmental, um, uh, Nixon is his name, uh, and few other people, they had a party. 
and someone took pictures. You see, mm -hmm. the kings had a party yeah. and they broke all the rules. Mm -hmm. They were not physically distancing themselves. No masks. They were not wearing muzzles. Mm -hmm. uh, they were not doing what they arrested us for. Mm -hmm. And you know what happened? It was all over the news. Zero. Zero accountability. The kings can do whatever they want. Yeah, they're, but the, we elites, the, slaves, they're above the peasants. Right? Yeah. We are the yeah. slaves, yeah. and they can do to us whatever they, they want. So when I was in prison on the third day, my brother comes to me and they locked us together because we refused to wear a muzzle. And we apparently we were the threat uh, of the health of the prison. Super spreaders. Super spreaders. It was actually a super spreaders event. Two of us in, <laughs> That's in jail. That's a big event. That's yeah. a big event. And, and, you know, we were not able to physically distance ourselves, right? And we refused to wear a muzzle. Uh, they were very upset, and I was thinking, they're going to physically try to do something to us. They, yeah. were, they were ready to tackle us. Yeah. And I said... This will be very interesting. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't. They Instead, they threw us into this one cell. So we had actually great time with my brother. We played uh, soccer. And, yeah. you know, uh, here is a, okay, can I, uh, just, if you ever are arrested in prison, do not lose heart. As long as there is toilet paper, you're good. I'll tell you what. Tell us the game. So here is what you do. Okay, we're in prison. Be your brother. Be, because we, we because I asked for the Bible, but they refused to give it to uh, me. Oh, yeah, right? they won't give you the God's um, word. No, Bible to the pastor. Yeah. Are you insane? Yeah. So what we did, what I did, because that was not my first arrest, so I have practice. <laughs> uh, oh, here is how you do it. So We're going to patent games for prisoners. 10% yes. um, comes to our church. <laughs> so what you do, uh, you have a toilet paper. Yeah. You cut it into, it has to be the same size. Otherwise, okay. it, it will okay. not work. Okay. So you cut it the same size. And you roll a balls, but... Even if you squeeze the balls really, really hard, when you play soccer yeah. with your inmate, mm. it will break, it will fall apart. Yeah. So what you do, you water that thing. There's mm. always a toilet, yeah. there's always water, mm -hmm. and there's always, there's always toilet, um, paper. toilet paper. Mm. So you water that thing, you suck that thing, and you squeeze as hard as you can. Do not play. I've done that mistake. It's horrible. <laughs> when you play while it's wait, it breaks apart. And you got to start the process. You got to let it dry. You got to let it dry. When you do, it becomes really hard. And the game is fantastic because it's not only hard, but it's also flexible. And it bounces. Yeah. That's how you do it. You make about seven, eight of those little balls. Okay. And then you need, how you call when you play soccer? Yes, uh, a goal. You uh, need a goal. Goal, yeah. right? So you need two. Yeah. And that's again, uh, you. How you, far apart? Um, well, far? the balls are small, so you need about that. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. Because you need to make it a challenging, <laughs> not an easy game, right? <laughs> you are there for a long haul, so you got to make it challenging. When I was in solitary confinement, I did that myself. But it's extremely, extremely difficult Playing by to yourself. play by yourself because you never know who won. <laughs> you know, it's me or me. And when I had my brother, I was rejoicing. I'm telling you, finally, I have a, a soccer partner. A cellmate. Yeah. You know, uh, you can play tic-tac-toe with those balls as sure. well. Yeah. Uh, there's a number of games that you can use the balls for different things. You can throw them. So if you got seven, eight little balls mm. when they dry, remember, you got to dry them. And you throw them and you see which ball is the closest to the edge. That ball wins. Okay. So we started to have enormous fun. We're laughing and just, you know, having a good time. And the guards were watching us and they didn't like it. They didn't like you having fun. They didn't like it because they wanted us to suffer. So they you steal, your, steal your toilet they paper? They stole our, they came, they searched me because I knew what's cooking. I said, I bet they're going to, put them in I put them in my, in my pants. They came, he searched me, took my balls and threw them in front of me to the garbage. And I turned to him and says, you're just a thief. That's what you are, thief in uniform. You're a gangster. And he shoves me on the wall. He says, are we going to have a problem with you? I said, no, I have a problem with you because you're a thief. Yeah. That's what you are. They threw us back into, into the prison. And I'm thinking, my God, we just lost our game. It was so much fun. So I started to work on a new set. Can you believe it? They stole the second set. I had no idea, you guys, we were going to go into prison games with Pastor Art, but this is this is fantastic. Then so. I made a third set. Okay. And finally, they realized they will run out before they can 
crush us yeah. or break us in prison, they will run out of toilet paper. So I did the, uh, I did the third set. Yeah. I kept doing it. Uh -huh. You know, and, and the good thing about this, it passes the time because yeah. there's nothing else to, to do. do. Yeah. You know, I Go would crazy. love to, to, to read the Bible, but they refused to give it to yeah. me in prison. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had an enormous uh, fun with my brother David until they stripped us naked yeah. and they took everything away and it was extremely cold mm. and we were in concrete, you mm -hmm. know, uh, it, it was no fun after that. But we survived. And then when I was there on the third day, so three days, no sleep, two nights, the light so bright, even when I close, I could... Is that how they keep you awake? Yeah, I mean, and they bang yeah. on the door. Oh, yeah, keep, yeah. So, yeah. first of all, yeah. you're on the concrete. So oh, you're not in a bed. No, you're on the concrete. On the concrete. So, first two hours is not bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you... Your bum hurts a little mm -hmm. bit, mm -hmm. but you know, you lay down mm -hmm. and you lay on your stomach, on your side, on this side. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. About five, six hours, 10th hour, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, every bone hurts. Mm -hmm. Every bone hurts. Your bum hurts, mm -hmm. the sides hurt. So three days, mm -hmm. two nights, yeah. we were in extreme pain at that time. Mm -hmm. We couldn't sit, we were walking around, and when they put chains on our legs, that complicated things because now it's, it's like you're walking in a circle. Have you ever wondered why the inmates walk in a circle? That's why. Mm. Because you can't sit anymore. You, 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 everything hurts. Yeah. You know, so you just keep walking in a circle mm -hmm. because at least the time passes and you're yeah. not in pain. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. You know. You so a little, you know, a little inside thing. Mm -hmm. Why, uh, you know, you see those people just kind of like walking mm -hmm. and you know to to pass time and and you're not hurting mm -hmm. anymore. Um, so on a third day. They still refuse to re release us. My brother comes to me. He says, Art, what are you going to do? Because he knows I survived those devils for 22 years. Mm -hmm. And I will cook something up. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll, God will give me mm -hmm. uh, a strategy. So I took a step back as he was coming. And I said, I, maybe I need to take a step back. Mm -hmm. And God spoke to me. He says, that's exactly what you have to do. Mm -hmm. Take a step back. Let me deal with your enemies and you go. Mm -hmm. You go out of the battlefield because you see the problem with men, especially with us men, is we want to always have the sword and the horse. And, let me fight. Let me fight. And God says, no, no, no. Yeah. Now let me fight. Mm -hmm. You've done lots mm -hmm. of things in my name and mm -hmm. I was with you, but now let me. You withdraw yourself. Mm -hmm. Let me deal with this issue. When I got home, and it's very interesting because whatever I do, I always do it with my wife. I don't mm -hmm. do, if she's in opposition, I know I'm in trouble. Yeah. It has to be... In uh, unity. In unity. As, mm -hmm. a, as a, you know, we are one flesh now. Yeah. And one spirit. Mm -hmm. So, um, before, weeks before, after the famous video that was mm -hmm. watched over a billion times. And there was billion? the oh. a billion times. Wow. And there was the number one played video on earth during the Easter weekend. I mean, it was crazy. When I posted it, I didn't even think about it. Mm -hmm. I went, I preached, you mm -hmm. know, after that video. Mm -hmm. And when I... When I checked my phone, I started to receive those tens of thousands of messages and millions of views. I said, like, this is insane. If I was to choose a video to go viral, I would choose a totally different one. Mm -hmm. I can't even watch it myself. Mm -hmm. I said, this guy yells too much, yeah. you know? So, but God, and I asked a friend of mine, he's a congressman, and I said, uh, Rob, tell me, I don't get it. I've done amazing things in my life already for, for the cause of Christ, and I've done... Uh, you know, stadiums and marches for Jesus and Christian concerts and, you know, call to repentance. Oh, mm -hmm. I fed multitudes and have done Africa mission and Caribbean. And if I was to choose a video, I would not choose this one. Why is this video that went so crazy all over the world? And this is what he said to me, Art, because people are sick and tired of this lie. Mm -hmm. And they're looking for leader. They're mm -hmm. looking for anyone, anyone that can articulate what they all are feeling. Yeah. And because of your accent, mm -hmm. because you're Polish, you grew up in hell on earth behind the Iron Curtain, because you have been speaking for some, so many years and you were warning them, because it's you. Mm -hmm. You know, I was all over the news so many times. It clicked. Mm -hmm. And suddenly people are looking and say, yeah, I want to do what this guy did. I want to mm -hmm. be like him. I want to mm -hmm. be the one that cleanses the temple mm -hmm. from the evil, overflips the the tables mm -hmm. and says, get out, you workers of iniquity. Mm -hmm. How dare you, you uncircumcised Philistines, mm -hmm. to defy the armies of the living God and laugh mm -hmm. in the face of God. Calling God's church unessential services, mm -hmm. get out, you Nazis. Mm -hmm. So my wife said to me very clearly, 
before we went in, uh, we were sent you know sent to prison i don't want you to travel i got invitation after invitation after invitation to go around the world and share my story and she said no you got to focus on your church here on the family uh, they want to murder us you have to be here when i got back with you know and i said to her god spoke to me he says he wants me to take a step back. She says he wants you to go to the States. And I like, but you've told me not to. You said you don't want me to travel. Yeah. But now I'm telling you, God said he wants you there. Mm -hmm. And I said, how in the right mind? I don't have money. I don't have private plane. You know travel is prohibited. How am, am I going to cross the border? You can't even get out, No, right? no. And she says, well, why would you even worry about that? If God said to you, go, he will arrange everything. So I bought tickets. Mm -hmm. But before I did that, I was on a show with uh, Joe Altman mm -hmm. from FEC United, Faith, Education, and Commerce. So he started this company, and I was on his podcast. A very amazing man, a very courageous man, Joe Altman. And he said to me, come, I'll arrange everything. So we were talking on his show, and I said, I feel that God wants me in the States. He invited me before, and I said no. Mm -hmm. But now he says, okay, I will arrange the whole thing. I will put it together. You just show up, and we will send you from one place to another so you can warn Americans mm -hmm. about what's coming. And I bought the tickets. I went on the, to the airport, and everywhere on TV was that the travel is prohibited. Yeah. And I said to my son, how are we going to go? No one. Who was coming? Well, my you? son. My yeah. son, Nathaniel, yeah. uh, was with me. Yeah. So we go to the... To the, to the guy, to the police, um, you know, at the, at the border, the border guy. And he looks at me and he starts smiling. And he's laughing. I don't know what he's thinking. He's, mm -hmm. he's just laughing. Mm -hmm. Guy gave him the passports and, oh, where are you going? I said, well, I got invited to speak in the United States. And he said, oh, I got to check your ministry. He knew who I was. He knew what was happening. And he's just smiling. All this, I'm like, have a nice trip. Go there. <laughs> Is it just like this? Yeah. He's like, like yeah. a best friend. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, I have a horrible experience with the border guard. Hor they yeah. grill me. Your pastor, why do you go? And it's like Nazis. Wow. This guy is super friendly. And yeah. I look at my son and say, this is weird. I've never experienced friendlier guy than this guy. <laughs> He's like, he has a day of his life. Yeah. And off we went. No one, no one stopped us. And I started to tour around your beautiful nation from, from state to state. I was probably now by about 70 times in the planes mm -hmm. in the past two months. I preached to tens of thousands of people, uh, 10,000 at once or 50 at once. It doesn't matter. Wherever God puts me, mm -hmm. I open my mouth and I mm -hmm. tell Americans, it's time for the great eagle to rise up. Yeah. It's time because the free world is looking at America yeah. and says, please, mm -hmm. rise up, help us. Hey guys, thanks for watching. For more information, head over to VintageMcCoy.com or follow us on Instagram at The Vintage McCoy. We'll see you there.